This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. 83-year-old Anthony Hopkins, with his win at the most recent Oscar Awards, became the oldest person to win the coveted Best Actor Award for his role in the movie The Father. Did you see The Father? I didn't see The Father. Did you watch the Oscars? I didn't watch the Oscars. All right. I heard there was a great documentary film that won. Yeah. Well, the ending of the Oscars was hilarious because they didn't think Anthony Hopkins was going to win. They switched the order and like gave the award, assuming Chadwick Boseman was going to win and they were going to have someone accept in his remembrance. And they announced Anthony Hopkins and they're like, well, he's not here. Good night. <laughs> and it was super awkward. Super awkward. Interesting. Well, okay. Well, having said that, I did go watch the trailer for The Father. It looks like an interesting movie. I think I might see it. Anyways, Anthony Hopkins was interviewed by GQ magazine recently on the subject of happiness. In the article, he gives this quote, I have a saying, nothing to win, nothing to prove, nothing to win, nothing to lose, no sweat, no big deal. Because there are no big deals. We make big deals of our lives. And that's the freedom I have, which keeps me, I don't know if the word is happiness, but free. So Anthony Hopkins tells us that uh, he doesn't have the word happiness. He lives free. Is he just saying that because he's 83 years old as a two-time Oscar-winning award guy? He's at the end of his life and he's like, yeah, happiness is freedom. I mean, I think it's easier for him to say that because he's 83 and he's very successful in his career and kind of can do whatever he wants. But I, I bet you he subscribed to that throughout. I mean, like, I think that. I don't always practice it. I mean, the, the most practical example of this to me is in dating. Like if you if you if you have if you go in needy, if you go on a date with someone or you're interested in someone, you pursue them very needy, you're going to come across as undesirable. So if you the people that play it cooler generally are going to do better. I mean, that once again applies to like lots of things, like obviously getting a job. If you go in there, ambivalent's not the right word, but it's like right on the border of like, you know what? I don't need this job. I want this job. Do you think you um, happiness has to have perspective? Like, is it, can it just exist in a vacuum? Like for instance, in this article, Anthony Hopkins said he lived through World War II and watched England get bombed. So therefore he knew we were going to get through this pandemic. Can happiness be lived just in a vacuum? I don't think you can be lived in a vacuum because your happiness, I think, is in contrast to something you've already done. Like, it's it's a high, happiness is a high, and uh, it means you're elevated from something before. And so, if you have nothing to compare it to, no no hardships, then I don't think you can actually experience happiness in this hypothetical vacuum. He goes on to say in this article that uh, they ask him like, "What do you feel like when you feel happiness?" And he says something like. I'm not jumping up and down when I'm happy. And I thought of that time when uh, uh, Tom Cruise is on Oprah's couch and he's jumping up and down talking about Katie, whatever her name was. I was like, this Katie guy, Holmes. he's like freaking out. I he's think he was out. jumping up and down talking about Scientology, not Katie Holmes. <laughs> I think he was talking about Katie Holmes. Oh, well, we're going to have to take a look back. And so that's a question. Show. So then like this, this is very specific, but for you, like what does happiness feel like? Oh, it feels so good. <laughs> It feels like when the heroin first goes in my veins. 
That's um, it. I mean, like, I don't, I don't, how do you describe happiness? I mean, it's when uh, something I've worked for come, comes true or something I've wanted, like, becomes manifested. I don't know if that's the right word. Um, I'm guessing you and I experience happiness differently. Do you have a way to verbalize how you experience it? Um, I could get to that in a second, but my idea is this, like happiness should be when you're like looking at your like newborn baby or something like that. I definitely have these moments where I like, God, I don't really remember what my kids look like when they were really little. That, that, I mean, I feel like that's the great answer of like looking at your newborn baby is happiness. But when you have a newborn baby, you're so damn tired and you're exhausted and then you got to work and then you're never going to sleep again. It's really hard to like tape take in that moment of general epitome of happiness because you're so damn tired. So is what you're saying I've never experienced happiness yet because I don't have a baby? No, no, but I'm just using that like <laughs> as an example. Like, for right. instance, you were saying like you work so hard for something and then you get it. But like maybe that's, you know, putting your house together or as an actor going and finally making it. But you're so tired that you can't really enjoy the thing that you actually completed. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think there's examples of that. I, happiness is such a subjective concept that it's hard to say that like, what, I don't even know what the happiest moment of my life is. Ooh, that's a to you. Ooh. You have three kids and you have a marriage. Do you or one of those four, the happiest moment of your life? Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely. The, I mean, the cheesy answer is saying when your kids are born, right? But once again, you're so tired and there's so many, it's like, I say this example all the time. If you've ever been skydiving, they throw you out the plane and you're just experiencing so many things all at once. It's hard to just put into words what you just felt. I think to really enjoy skydiving, you do it like five times so that you go like, oh, that's what happens. But if you do it once, it's just so much. So I have three kids, so I should understand having a kid better. But I don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess to the throwing you out of a plane or skydiving example, I don't know. I think that's more of like being in a flow state where you only focus on what you're doing, like what surfers say they get when they catch a rip, a riptide. I don't know what surfers do or like uh, F1, Formula One drivers. Like you can only think about that one thing when you're in it, which I don't I think is maybe a little bit different than happiness. Yeah. And, you know, that's funny because if you're we talk about this about pictures, right? But if you're truly in the zone with some sport or surfing, for instance, you can't recreate that. Like you can only have that feeling while you're doing it. And then that's why people keep doing it because they want the feeling again. So it's hard to not feel that when you're not doing it. Yeah. And they chase it. This has nothing to do with the quote, but I heard Howie Mandel being interviewed recently and he has uh, he's famous for having lots of anxiety. And he was saying he used to when he was on tour uh, as a comedian, it made sense to have a private jet and like just to feel something. He would tell the the pilots to go into a nosedive in that way. Like he's an adrenaline junkie because he just wants to forget about the world that he's living in, which is, I think, hilarious. You know, I, it is an interesting example. Back to Anthony Hopkins. He's 83 years old. He's a very accomplished actor. He's actually really good at what he does. And he says that he always just enjoyed the work. He really enjoys being an actor. And so maybe it's that simple. Maybe if he wouldn't have gone on to be a famous guy, he would have enjoyed acting at his local theater and that would have been enough for him. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's it. Everyone says if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And if you are do if you're doing something that you would do no matter what, then you have nothing nothing to win and nothing to prove. Like if you want to be a carpenter and whether or not you're getting hired, like you love working with your hands, it doesn't matter because you're going to keep doing it anyway. But if you put your self-worth or or you pin your happiness to if x happens then you have something to win and something to prove so our good friend who comes on the show brandon doble if a hundred thousand people listen to his podcast or two listen to his podcast it doesn't matter he's doing what he loves to do yeah and we only do this for the money so that's <laughs> the difference between <laughs> us and the podcast how i got that way <laughs> oh, well stupid. if you think you're happy <laughs> Tell a friend that you like I'm this show. <laughs> Larry's not happy. I am. Uh, find us on social media, reposted podcasts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew Keller for Brandon Doble saying thank you for stopping by. <laughs>